I like to cook, and the one thing I've come to learn is that the best way to improve the flavor of any dish is to make sure you're using high-quality ingredients, which is why I love using ButcherBox to get all my meat, poultry, and fish products. They are far and away the best option out there, so if you haven't yet ordered from them, I highly encourage you to give them a try today. Not only do they give you tons of options, you can get any cut you want, and it's always top of the line, but... It's also way more convenient than going to the butcher or grocery store. They always provide free delivery right to your door. They have awesome ribeyes, strip steaks, and steak tips that have all the right marbling. Chicken wings, breasts, and thighs full of flavor, and their fish is all wild caught with no additives. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs. Two pounds of ground beef or one pound of those premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash scarymysteries and use code scarymysteries to choose your free offer and get $20 off. So one more time, because this is key, new users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code SCARYMYSTERIES and get $20 off your first box. Hi there, I'm Jordan Bonaparte, and on my show, Nighttime, I seek out and explore Canada's most fascinating stories. Nighttime stories are told using intimate discussions with those affected. They left you there. That was the last time anyone ever saw her. Jailhouse interviews with those held responsible. The context of that meeting would be some kind of mass shooting. And any other way necessary to get you to the heart of the story. You can join me by subscribing to Nighttime wherever you get streaming audio. Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos, Chernobyl's Black Bird, and Stephen McCarran. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. For this week, we focus on the mysterious sightings dubbed as Chernobyl's Black Bird and the disappearance of a young boy in Scotland. Get ready for scary mysteries, Twisted Twos. Number one, Chernobyl's Black Bird. In April of 1986, mysterious reports of a large human-like winged creature was sighted around the area of Chernobyl and the abandoned town of Pripyat in Ukraine. Witnesses described this creature as having large gigantic wings and red piercing eyes. And it wasn't just one person who saw this, but several people who had experienced seeing the phenomenon which left them with nightmares. Some even received unusual phone calls after. On April 4th at 1.23 a.m., a steam explosion occurred in Reactor 4 at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant. The explosion caused fires that ultimately led to a nuclear meltdown. As a result, over 300,000 people were displaced, and the incident was considered to be one of the worst nuclear disasters to have occurred in the world's history. Soon after the meltdown, first responders didn't realize the area was already saturated with radiation. Most responders still went in with helicopters, dropping clay and lead, hoping to extinguish the fire. Because of this, many were exposed to radiation and died as a direct result. This was also the same for the employees and citizens who survived the initial blast. They would die as a result of radiation exposure soon after. 
During the day of the fire and blast, people in the area reported sighting a mysterious large winged creature. They described it as being black with almost a 20-foot wingspan and it was circling around the plume and smoke coming from the plant. A lot of people questioned whether the sightings were even real, explaining that maybe it was just the smoke and shadow shapes they saw that led them to believe they saw the large black bird. However, many who believe the sightings are real point to another creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, dubbed as the Mothman. Prior to the collapse of Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant on December 15, 1968, Witnesses reported seeing a large black-winged creature with bright red eyes in several places nearby. All around the world, sightings of a similar creature have also been reported, all of them happening before and during large disasters. For instance, many reported seeing the black bird in Freiburg, Germany, before a mine collapsed. Witnesses said the creature appeared before them, chasing them away from the mine just moments before it caved in. Sightings of the creature were also reported when the Minnesota Bridge fell, and even during the collapse of the Twin Towers in New York. So if so many witnesses have seen this creature, and the sightings are in fact real, then where does this creature come from? Shawnee Indian lore says that a creature matching the Mothman's description used to exist, and they called it the Messignoa. Meanwhile, in Cornwall, England, they have a similar creature they call the Owlman. Cryptid experts, or those who believe in the supernatural, say the creature, whatever it may be, could be a demon or angel. In the case of the demon, it would bring upon the disaster, and if it were an angel, then perhaps it's there to give warning that something bad is going to happen very soon. There's little information about the Black Bird of Chernobyl, but many still believe it did exist and could be the same creature known popularly as Mothman. There's been no reported sighting of the creature since Chernobyl, but since then the area has become a hub for the strange and mysterious. Many people near there report supernatural happenings including sightings of UFOs and other odd, unexplainable mysteries. Number 2. Stephen McCarran It was going to be a fun holiday spent with the family. Five-year-old Stephen McCarran was visiting a camp area once called Butlin's Air located in South Ayrshire, Scotland. On September 19, 1988, Stephen had been looking forward to visiting the camp together with his aunt and uncle, Lynn and Ian Sneddon. There were several attractions there, including a lake, indoor and outdoor swimming pools, miniature railway, arcades, and even an amusement park. Everything started well that day, but soon it turned into a nightmare. Stephen was playing close to the escalator within viewing distance of his aunt and uncle, since the place was crowded for a brief second, the boy was obscured from the Sneddon's view. But they weren't alarmed. After all, Stephen was just a few feet away, playing among the other children and families. But then, minutes later, they couldn't see him anymore, so they began looking. But after searching for several minutes and still no sign of him, they informed park personnel. Within 30 minutes, a full-scale search of the campgrounds was underway, Authorities, as well as camp officials, began looking and soon, news of the boys' disappearance became national headlines. It involved hundreds of officers as well as volunteers in the days that followed. Police used dogs, aircrafts, and sophisticated equipment for the time, but still, there was no sign of young Stephen anywhere. The main theory police concluded was that he had been abducted. At least several witnesses said they saw the young boy walking away with a middle-aged man who looked as if he was trying to comfort him. 
However, there were other witnesses who said they saw him climbing a seven-foot-tall fence before he vanished. Still other witnesses claimed they watched as Stephen walked around the roads nearby by himself. For days and even weeks, the search went on. Then on October 2nd, a woman was walking Carrick Hills, six miles from the camp, when she came across the body of a young child. The boy was curled up in a ditch close to several shrouded farmhouses. Police were called and they officially identified it was the body of young Stephen McCarran. Many were baffled how he managed to get there. Murder was a possibility, but there was no signs of injury on his body. His main cause of death was exposure to the cold. Curiously, the boy was missing the jacket he'd been wearing and only had on his t-shirt. Police still don't know where that jacket has gone, and another curious thing was that the boy wasn't wearing socks. In fact, the socks were taken off and then stuffed inside his pockets. He was still wearing his shoes laced up, though later on, Stephen's father said the young boy didn't even know how to tie his shoes. His family believed it was impossible for him to reach that far in such a short amount of time, but it begs the question, if he was abducted, why were there no other signs of assault on his body or that anybody else had been in the area? The following year, an inquiry was further conducted, and this time police were heavily leaning on the possibility the young boy might have run away on his own. Investigators believe he may have been lonely and wandered off, hoping to get back home to his parents in Hamilton. Of course, many think it's preposterous, especially since he got so far and managed to evade detection after a huge search followed underway within hours of him going missing. What's more, the boy was reported to be happy with no worries and it was odd he would suddenly decide to leave. Right now, nobody really knows what happened to him. Was he abducted and left to wander off in the cold and die, or did he really take off on his own? The case of Stephen McCarran is officially closed but many still believe it's a mysterious one worth looking into further. So there were two of the strangest and most mysterious stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed this video, then please remember to subscribe and check out some of our other videos we know you'll love. Thanks for watching and I'll see you soon.